The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. Um, I'm Brian Peter Meyer. Uh, I was an intern two years ago at the Inn. Uh, I know a lot of you guys. Um, actually, quite a bit of new faces for me, which is cool. Um, worked at the Inn last two years ago. I work with Young Life College now in Seattle at UW in Seattle Pacific. Um, so it's good to be around. I get to hang out with you guys all the time, and it's kind of like my job, so it's pretty sweet. But um, I'm excited to be here. Um, we've been going through uh, a series on the Holy Spirit. So um, Amber uh, took us off last week and kind of talked about, um, for those of you who weren't here, for everyone who was, you guys remember it, and clearly, and having a nice demonstration with the cups of water. Um, but she talked about uh, what it looks like to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and uh, uh, you've got she had a, she had water to symbolize uh, how we need to consume the Holy Spirit, and, and she had an analogy of drinking it and how those how running through us, and um, so she talked about how each person communicates and has different a relationship with the Holy, Holy Spirit, right, well different like that, and um, I, I I totally agree with that, and um, I was kind of thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, you know, like I think we've all experienced the Holy Spirit, and and I would say, I, I have in different ways, but and I would say everyone here has too. And I was thinking about it, I was like, actually, I bet there's a lot of people who would be like, no, actually, I don't think I have experienced the Holy Spirit. And then, but I still think you have. You, should have. you just haven't noticed it. You haven't recognized it. And the Holy Spirit, it, it's hard to talk about it because it's, it's just a hard subject. We don't, it's not in front of us. We can't feel it physically. We can't see it physically. Uh, it's just one of those things you just kind of like, okay, I, I, I want to believe this or I believe it or I have questions about it, but like, it's something that we, we, we want to know about because it's mysterious, I think. That's, that's the case for me. And so it's kind of fun to talk about it and it's hard too at the same time. So I hope that you guys through this are kind of get, get some interest or gain some knowledge or something um, because it's tricky. Um, but... We're in, I want to pray right now as we get in, just for recognition of the Holy Spirit. So, uh, we're going to pray real quick. Pray with me. Um, dear God, uh, I pray uh, for your Holy Spirit right now, that you would uh, come into this room and uh, wake it up and uh, bring a nice cool breeze or something so we all just are awake and attentive, including myself. And uh, I pray you'd, uh, that we learn something about you and your Holy Spirit today. And tonight, and uh, somehow um, do that through me. In your name we pray. Amen. So, I'm going to read, uh, I'm reading a uh, little passage here um, in Galatians that I had marked off. My tab fell off. <laughs> so, excuse me. Um, Alright, uh, I'm going to read Galatians uh, 5.22. Um, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So I just listed off, uh, I, don't, I don't remember how many there is, I didn't count them, it doesn't matter. There's a few of them there. Um, and these are the fruits of the Spirit. And uh, I remember growing up, I, I thought, okay, these are the things that you have to do to be like a good Christian and stuff, or like, oh, you... You have, to, you have to love people and have joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and all those other things. And then you're like, you're good. You got it. And uh, just because I didn't know anything and, you know, I was like a kid or something. But I remember even in college, um, I was leading like, Young Life. 
and uh, like wildlife and middle school kids and high school kids, but I was having like a, a leader meeting with uh, other students my age or a couple years younger, and um, I was doing this thing. I was like, okay, we're going to go through the fruits of the Spirit and like, like, kind of like where are these things in your, in your life? And I thought it was, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, as I was going over this last week or so, I looked back and I was like, I think I was totally off. And, like, I don't think I was even close. <laughs> and I don't know, like, at the time, like, God's bigger than that, like, can work through uh, my mind, which is not very advanced sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I was reading this, like, okay, like, <laughs> this is what this means. And so I had a, I had a revelation. It's pretty cool. Anyway. So, uh, but these, these things listed off are not, like, these are not the things that we aim to, to achieve. These are, these are, these are results of something bigger, and that's a relationship uh, with Jesus and, and, and a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And um, so it, I, when, you read, when I read this off, don't think, okay, those are like the uh, benchmarks, because they're not. Um, and I'm going to read another verse, verse 1, uh, chapter 5, verse 1. It says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Okay, so what we're focusing here is, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Uh, we are set free. We are we are we are sinners. We are uh, we are naturally that way. It's not like no one doesn't sin. We are we're all like that, and uh, we are we're we're kind of bound to that. And 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 Christ set us free. So we we are kind of here, stuck in this place. And Christ said, "You're free." You're free to to um, to live and to not have this this uh, this these confound confines confines confines. Shank, you guys awake on your toes? Might do jumping jacks in about five minutes here. Um, okay, so I'm read uh, verse seventeen now too. Um, it says, "For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit." And the spirit was contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other, so that you do not do what you want. So, we've got the sinful nature, right here, okay? Sinful nature, sinning. And we have fruits of the spirit over here, what I read earlier, those, those, those words. Is there eight? Nine. The nine are over here. So, fruits of the spirit, tree, fruit, sinful nature. Okay? So, I'm trying to do this visually and vocally, verbally, all those things. Communication. So, sinful nature right here. We are, we are bound over here, and, and, and we have been set free, so we can go over here. Okay? We are set free, and um, there's conflict there, because we want to be over here. This is where we want to be. It's, it's comfortable. It's, uh, it feels good at the time, and... It's like, yeah, this is what I know. I've, I've, been, I've been over here my whole life. You know, like, I'm used to being in this spot. And there, there's conflict because God wants us over here where, where it's not, where the conflict is on the other side. And so, we've been, but we've, the point is, we've been set free, totally free. And, and there's times when we are set free and it's hard to move. Like, you're in a place... And it's like, hey, you're free. Hey, you're, you're free. Like, I don't, have you ever let a dog off a chain? You know, like, they're like going nuts. And then you like let it off. And they like kind of just sit there. 
you know, like, hey, you can go, like, run around, you know, like, you're free. And they're, like, just kind of sitting there. They, they literally just will stay. And I thought of, I was thinking of this earlier today. I should, like, watch a clip or something, but I think you, a lot of you will get it. Soon as Shawshank Redemption, uh, the, what's the librarian's name? Brooks. 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 He, he was institutionalized, right? He had been in, in this prison his whole life, and he had all his friends there. And he got let set free. He was, he was let go out of prison after, like, 60 years or something like that. And he didn't know what to do himself. He was, like, he had been stuck, and he was finally set free. And he, had, he, couldn't, he, he, he wasn't able to take that step out of, of that place where he was stuck. And so I was just thinking about that, like, how often sometimes we get so comfortable in one place that it's hard to move. And, and but, we're, but again, we're naturally here. It's not like it's, not like it's a, hey, like, you should, have been, you should never have been there because it's natural for us to be here. We're sinners. That's the way we are. But we've been set free. I'm going to say that a lot. Just, just get ready for it. I'm not, I'm not going to hide it. We've been set free. Um, and are we willing to take a step? Let's take the step out. Um, in verse 16, it says, So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Okay. So we had conflict, right? All of a sudden it says, if you live by the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. So not want those. You will not get satisfaction from the sinful natures. So, all of a sudden, we're over here. Right? Conflict. We're over here. But if we're living by the Spirit, we don't want to be over here. So now all of a sudden, it's, we're here and we're so used to being here, but if we're, if we're willing to walk over here, take a step over here, and live here, we don't even care that we're not over there anymore. Because we want to be here. Living by the Spirit, walking with the Lord. And, and when we do that, we have we do that, we have, we have love, we have joy, we have peace, we have patience, we have kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All nine of them. We're over there. Um, that's, that's, that's promised. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. And, it, and it's a question I ask. So, it's like, a, we're, we're a tree. Now we're a tree. Fruit, fruit tree. It all makes sense. It all goes together. So I'm going to pick apple tree. Um, big apple fan. Some of you guys know I call myself an apple connoisseur. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Best apples in the fall, honey crisp. Best apples in the winter, Fuji. Best apples in the summer, it's tough. There's not really that many good apples in the summer. But actually, the Red Delicious isn't bad. It's just, it just sounds gross, I know. Because they're all mushy and like really red and kind of that waxy gloss. But they're not bad. So, apple tree, I am. We're going to call this the fall. I'm honey crisp. One of those big A ones that cost three, three bucks a pound. So, apple tree. And we have root. Apple trees have roots, right? So the question is, where, where are the roots? Where are my roots? Are my roots over here? Or my roots can be over here, where I'm walking with the Spirit. And if you think about it and your roots are over here, it's okay. Because with apple trees, honey crisp ones, in God's world, you can move them. <laughs> it's the best part. In this world, you can't. Trust me. Those roots are huge. But, but I want my roots over here. 
Okay, I want my roots, I want my roots of my apple tree to be, to be in, to be here on this side in the spirit. And we're going to pretend the soil is, is God. And roots run deep, right? They like go, they go down and they go wide and they jack up all the Seattle roads and sidewalks. So you can't rollerblade like anywhere. Or ride your bike, your chain's always popping off. For all you rollerblades out there, I'll be bearing a little more chest here right now. Um, so, but the roots are deep and they're, they're, they're wide. They're spread all over the place. There's tons of roots, especially with the apple trees. Um, but what do, what, do, what do roots do? I'll tell you. Uh, I had to look it up, actually, because... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I know what roots do. I'm not a total idiot. I do know what roots do. Um, but I did Wikipedia them, just in case. A quick anecdote about uh, Wikipedia. Some of you know this, but uh, my freshman year in college, I was at Linfield College taking a philosophy class. And I was a freshman. I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what, like, good grades were or, like, studying. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take this class. And we had this paper on philosophy, you know, whatever. If you guys are philosophy majors, I'm sorry, but you understand what I'm talking about or if taking a class. Bunch of weird stuff, like, does the tree make a sound if it, if it hits and no one's around? It's like, I don't care. Like, I think so. I'm pretty sure it makes a sound, but it really doesn't change my life at all. So I'm not too concerned about the tree that falls down when no one's around. So... Anyway, I'm writing this paper, and it's like the last night, like 2 o'clock. I'm like pounding like a five-hour energy, except I they weren't around then, but I would have been. And I was Googling, Googling, uh, you know, Kierkegaard or something. And the first thing that pops up is like, Kierkegaard, Wikipedia. And I'm like, oh, this is fall quarter, remember, fall semester. So my first semester of college. I'm like, dude, this website is incredible. I was like, it's got everything. It's got, like, they, bibli- they have bibli- bibliographies. I was like, this is excellent. So I'm like, oh, okay, the tree does make a sound. Oh, maybe. Okay, so I, anyway, I quote it in my paper. Bibliography. Wikipedia. Like, <laughs> the whole thing. And I turned it in. Um, I don't know if my professor read it or not, but I don't think she made it to the last page because I didn't get marked down at all because uh, I got a C. It was awesome. <laughs> I was jacked. I was jacked. Um, and my friend was looking at it. And he's like, hey, dude, check it out. I got a C. We're going to pass. And he's like, oh, like, cool. Let me look at it. He's like, you quoted Wikipedia. And I was like, yes. Have you heard of it? It's got everything. Like, you type in your high school, it'll tell you, like, everything. You're like, it's, I mean, you guys know it's nuts. It's incredible. But I was just like, oh, good to know. So I made sure to tell my freshman friends in the last few years not to quote, not to bibliography Wikipedia. So that is a total side note. But today, I wikipedia roots. And the things that listed off, we're going to back to, back to the story here. Uh, the first purpose of the roots is to absorb the water. Okay? So roots, running deep, running wide, absorbing the water from the soil. So if God's the soil, I'm thinking water is his word, the Bible. Absorbing the Bible, the information there. Okay, so my roots are here, apple tree, absorbing God's word. Uh, the second reason that we have roots, we have roots, that plants have roots, uh, is to anchor the body, the plant's body into the soil. So, you know, deep, wide, strong, base. Uh, that, I was like, oh, uh, 
what you live by, like what you, what's your rock? What, do you, what, are, what are the morals here? You know, God, soil, firm, okay? Roll with me. The third reason was for storage of food and nutrients. Okay, so I was like, oh, like knowledge, like our knowledge, like my knowledge of God. That's, that's like the storage of food and nutrients, uh, which is the third reason that there are roots on plants. And the fourth one is to prevent soil erosion. So no analogy there because we're hoping that my soil is not ero- eroding anytime soon if it's a God. Um, but those are the four reasons we have roots. So uh, we, need, we need a firm base to hold up a tree. And if we're talking about if we're talking about plants and and the fruit of of the spirit, like I read off, we need a firm base, and uh, we need, we need to run deep. Um, and and the purpose of these roots is uh, to help us grow strong. And uh, when we have firm roots, and we are and we are pursuing. Jesus in our life, and no matter where we're at in our, in our, in our life, in our faith, with our roots, that is, that, is, that, is, that is what it means to pursue God in our life. And when that's happening, that's when we get fruit. That's when we get, that's when we get love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When we have those roots on this side. And that's what, that's, what we, that's what we're talking about, the Holy Spirit. You know, we've talked about what it looks like to have a relationship. And uh, a lot of other things, too. <laughs> but we're talking about the Holy Spirit. It's hard. But, but what's it look like to, to be rooted? Where are you rooted? And what, what, what brings fruit in your life? And it's the Holy Spirit. And, um, and like Amber said last week, that's spending time, uh, whether you're inquiring about who Jesus is or spending time uh, praying or reading the Bible or talking to your friends or, or a mentor, someone, learning about what it means to follow Jesus. And, and when, we, when we're rooted in the right place, we're going to see fruit in our lives. We're going to see it. It's not, something, it's not a goal. It's not a, a, a benchmark, like once I get here, then I'm, then I'm good, God will love me. It's, we've been set free. We've been set free to move our tree. You're here. Like I said, you can pick it up and plant it over here, and the, the roots run deep if you let them. And uh, that's the best part is we've been set free. Um, I don't care where you're at. And uh, we're, we're, we're set free as well from these fears that we have. This, is not, this, is, this can be a scary place over here. We've got, I'm going to actually read off some of these things here. It says, uh, th- th- some acts of a sinful nature. Actually, I'm gonna read, there's 15 of them. I actually counted these because there's a lot. Um, so guys and girls, out of this crowd here, there's 15 of them to read off. And I'm guessing five will kind of hit home with you. I think nine hit home with me. So I was trying to play conservative for you guys. <laughs> Figure you guys might be, might do a little better. But So listen to these. I'm going to read them a little bit slower. And, and kind of just make a mental note, like, yep, yep, oh, okay, yep. You know, because this is a scary place and a hard place. Because we all struggle with, with these things. So I'm going to read these off, right? The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality. Impurity. 
debauchery, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. So, more. There's more. Those, there's 15 examples. I'm guessing a few of those hit home with you, like they did for me. And we're freed. We're freed from them. And, and I'm, I'm going to say it again. If we're here, and your roots are here, and you're, you feel stuck here, it's okay, because we've all been there. Or we are there. But you can pick up your tree and take it over here, where the, where the spirit is, and, and root yourself in something different, where you're going to see these great things in your life. And, um, and, and free yourself from, from the stress in your life that we have. Um, so where are your roots? Where are your roots right now? And where do you want your roots to be? Maybe you're like, you know what, Brian? My roots are in, in the debo- over here in the sinful nature. And I'm not ready to move my roots. I'm not ready. I've, I haven't heard enough. You haven't convinced me yet. If that's the case, that's okay. But think about where you want your roots to be and why you want your roots to be where, where you have them or where you, where, where you want them to be. Um, think about those two questions. Where are your roots and where do you want your roots to be? Because, um, like I said, you've been freed, and you can pick them up whenever you want. It's the best part about an apple tree in the summer. Um, let me pray with us, for us, with us. Holy Spirit, uh, we pray to you uh, and the things you're doing in our lives and in, uh, in us individually, whether we are planted in the sinful nature or if we're, uh, if we're in your spirit, God, uh, I pray that you would direct us where you want us to go and that you'd lead us and that it wouldn't be about uh, anything but you. And uh, if we're not ready yet, God, I pray that you would convince, convince, convince us and continue to teach us more. And... Uh, if, if, if we haven't felt you, God, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit would uh, come upon us and that we would recognize it. We've all experienced it, God. I know we have. But I pray that your Holy Spirit would, would become something that we can recognize um, and that we know it's you. And we would take one, one more step to, to root, uh, planting our tree on the other side and, and digging our roots deep into your soil. So God, pray for the rest of the night and the rest of the summer that we continue to discover what that means. In your name, amen.